On his days off, Jeffrey liked to find somewhere quiet to walk, or just to sit. Sometimes he would watch people walking by, far below him on the street. He liked to imagine what they were thinking, and he would speak out loud, as if he were narrating their thoughts. Some days, when the sun poured down like treacle, and the sweat poured down his face like moisture on the vine creeper, he thought he could actually hear them. They weren't shouting up to him, rather their thoughts floated down close to him like strange disembodied voices. He'd catch a whisper here and snatch an unguarded thought there. The strangest part of this was the flash of insight that accompanied these sounds. Little glimpses of a person's life, clearly connected to the people that he could see walking below. It was this added context that accompanied the thoughts that made him feel simultaneously omniscient and uncomfortable. These events had happened throughout his life, but they were infrequent and mostly occurred when he felt uneasy or anxious. When he had confided in a friend about this, he called him a freak. So he stopped thinking about it as it became associated with dark, stressful moments in his life. Shortly after he regained his sense of taste, the events became much more frequent. They became less like a drunken murmuring and more like an inquisitively intrusive night wanderer, always present in his dreams, or more eerily, shortly after he had awoken. Occasionally, he would get the impression that the voices were discussing him, or even speaking to him directly. As the hunger inside grew, so did the arguments. The voices would give conflicting advice, and would compete to give it. Some would sneak in with their whispered suggestions at night, and some would yell their advice at him while he was alone in the woods. Geoffrey Borsko had never felt like he could be anyone. Moreover, he never felt like he should be anyone. He was too grey and too anonymous. He felt as if it was his duty to not be somebody. The voices agreed. You've got a lot of cheeks strutting around like you're somebody. However, the most disturbing advice came from his feet. The floor would tremble as if it were the voice box of some giant speaker. Trees were the same. The roots would curl and the leaves would flutter and mutter. One night he had a particularly nasty dream. It was a big tree, bigger than usual. All of the other trees seemed to lean slightly in its direction, but they were cast in shadow while it sucked up all the sunlight. It did not speak to him, but demanded his presence through the emotional cues and atmosphere it gave off. Even from a distance, he could hear the flies swarming. The trunk gurgled impatiently as it sucked the water from its roots. As he approached, the ground felt fleshy, and it moved under his steps. Finally he reached the tree, tall and broad, and he hugged it tight. He kissed the bark, and the whole thing shuddered with pleasure. Suddenly, a hole opened up in the tree, and he fell back as a swarm of wasps emerged, all of them giggling and singing, Rejoice, for he is home. He stood up, and almost fell down again, as the stench of rotting flesh hit him. Blood and pus leaked from the hole in the tree, for some reason, he decided to look into the hole and found a bottomless pit. And then someone pushed him in. 